Welcome to the My Rules Are Better podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and in front of me I have a group of 12-sided easy dice. I still need to put one final side of blue together, but let me describe these things to you. One surface of black, two surfaces of red, three surfaces of blue, the remainder surfaces all white. And the idea is that you get a twelfth, a sixth, a quarter, a third. If you want a half even, you can get a half through these things. So it opens up an additional fraction, one fraction more, maybe a couple fractions more actually, from the traditional six-sided easy dice, the traditional six-sided. And yeah, this is what I'm working with currently to start experimenting with various rules, rewriting with a 12-sided easy dice instead of six-sided easy dice. And I know Martin Kearney is not particularly impressed with all this stuff, so moving on from that. In Miniature-related news, two positive things that have come out of this week. The Kickstarter that I lamented in the last podcast, I've been able to... There were a series of iterations to this thing. I contacted the third-party company that manufactured the plastic kits, or at least half the plastic kits that I'd ordered, and said, hey, I'd like, you know, could I get a discount, maybe, on some future plastic kit orders, based on the fact that these plastic kits aren't coming. And also, really, I was just interested in ordering some of their plastic kits, but that digressed very, very rapidly. And uh, I don't think I'll be buying any plastic kits from this company going forward. I will do a Monty's review when the box arrives, but with the caveats that I haven't had particularly pleasant interaction with the third-party company. But in interacting with the third-party company, it kind of forced the hand of the Kickstarter to actually send the plastic kits at cost to me. I mean, I paid for the cost of the plastic kits getting shipped, but they were sent out to me. So they are winding their way towards me from the UK currently. So... A net win. Some negative nonsense associated with the third-party kit manufacturer. Move that aside. I get what I've paid for, and I've paid a little bit more to actually get it. So hopefully that'll be a good thing when they arrive. I also had about a third of the miniatures that I have out to be painted returned to me. Maybe a third, maybe two-fifths. I'm not sure what the exact fraction is. But a good number of the miniatures that I had out to be painted returned to me painted. And I actually recorded maybe three YouTube videos, if you go to Monty's Reviews. On YouTube, you'll see the unboxing of the various miniatures. I've since reorganized them. So I have one box that's exclusively squats and chaos, and one box that's basically everything else, including some really beautiful Victorian miniatures, which you'll see in the videos if you look. And the plan with those miniatures was to produce a Victor... Well, there was an Osprey game that I was going to do for Victorian London, and... I then thought, why don't I write my own rules? I should really return to the Osprey game. Which is always fun, because you've got to actually find the Osprey game. <laughs> anyway, I should return to the Osprey game and see if I have all the characters necessary for that and perhaps break out the Victorian miniatures to a different miniature case for playing said game. So maybe more on that in the future. But just to have miniatures back painted to a pretty good level, actually. There was a couple of minor basing issues. None of the miniatures were broken which is usually my experience, at least, you know, one or two miniatures will be broken, or if it's a high-priced, you know, top-of-the-line figure painter, all the miniatures will be broken, (laughs) one extreme or the other. But no, none of the miniatures were broken. Wonderful, actually, to get them back. I realised in receiving the package that the fellow who paints my miniatures has a non-profit studio that he works out of, and I now make a donation per paycheck to that non-profit studio as well. Kind of keep the lights on and just do something nice, Um, because I'm always looking for charities, uh, and this seemed to be one that ticked a few boxes. So now we've done with the lead pile-related stuff. 
let me talk a little bit about the rules that I'm working on. It, I'm recording on a Sunday, early Sunday afternoon. I spent a good portion of Sunday morning proofreading Just Plain Chaos, the book as opposed to the rule system. And I've forgotten how much fun proofreading was. <laughs> it's a discipline. It really is a discipline. And it's funny, actually, I sent a package to, let's get this straight, my second cousin's son. Now, I've come in contact with my second cousins. These second cousins live in London. I also have second cousins that live in Leeds. But I've come in contact with my second cousins in London over recent trips to London. And the ex-wife of my second cousin posted on Facebook that she wanted books to get her son reading. So I thought, ah, I've got a bunch of old fighting fantasy books. And I also sent maybe 10 Osprey books as well. So I sent maybe five fighting fantasies and ten Osprey books and a bunch of dice with the view that, you know, this is surplus in <laughs> current podcasting room, and I thought I'd send it to her. So that box arrived yesterday. Unfortunately, it was at his father's. I sent it to his, his mother's, his, my second cousin's ex-wife. Anyway, so yet to hear how those things went down. I haven't heard from them yet, so my assumption is, well, we'll wait and see. But it's an interesting concept of the quality time associated with reading, and this was really the point that I made back to my second cousin's ex-wife, was that reading requires dedicated time. And certainly the proofreading on Just Plain Chaos required dedicated time. It required a Sunday morning where I knew I wasn't going to get disturbed, and I got pretty well through it. There were a bunch of bits missing, actually. One of the problems of putting these texts together is that it appears I've missed, actually, a couple of large chunks of text which I've got to go and dig up from somewhere and then make sure they're actually pasted in. But yeah, this is one of these interesting processes that you have to, I don't know, have focused, dedicated time to do proofreading. And for longer works, and Just Blank Ass isn't an extremely long work, but it's certainly, you know, tens of thousands of words, you have to dedicate quality time to that. And the sequel to the Britannia Rules is has the possibility, the potential, of being like that associated with its length. So that is a project that I'm working on periodically. I have the books in front of me, actually, my 700 pages of reading, which I probably should get into this weekend as well, particularly as this weekend fades fast. And in addition to that, the October Skirmish rules. Let's talk a little bit about that. So I have the melee rules associated with October Skirmish together. I'm putting in some brief missile rules, and then I'm going to do some playtesting. And I may do the playtesting on camera for the YouTube channel. I might also put it in here. It's still debating that. I'm not going to be spending the time in Southern California that I anticipated spending, at least for a couple of months, so I've got more time to devote to this thing. And certainly, as I'm looking at my podcasting room table, a bunch of easy dice and a bunch of other craft which can easily be cleared. So that might also be a job for later this afternoon, potentially. But yes, getting the October skirmish rules in a form where they're at least playable will be a video and a PDF put together, I think. And if not this weekend, maybe next weekend, depending on how things go, because I'd love to get that stuff out so people can start playing with it or at least getting a sense of it. One of the interesting things about doing this podcast, in particular the folks that have been active participants in this podcast, is that these people are not actually playing the games that I'm putting up. <laughs> so my interest is, through the next year, is actually to find folks that would be interested in playtesting the games that I'm putting up and talking about them actively. And that's a kind of dream for this podcast that I'm going to set in the sand in January with the view that by December, no doubt, nothing will have changed. But let us hope something will have changed. And I come to this thinking independently because I've changed the name of my project, my open source simulation project, in the past couple of months. 
And there's been a bit of discussion online associated with the state of the art of the stuff that my simulation project is a part of. And I thought what was interesting in that was that it is the notion of viewing something critically without actively participating in it. I think it's very easy to view things critically when you don't actually invest the time in it. And what I'm interested in this podcast going forward is trying to find like-minded folk who are willing to playtest some of the rules that I put out. And similarly, I'd be willing to playtest some of their rules. I mean, I think there's a kind of quid pro quo here, to use a, a term which is certainly becoming very much part of the vernacular. In any case, so I just want to put that out there that I'd like to see folks that are listening to this podcast consider trying some of the rules that I put out and consider at least talking about and being part of a kind of discussive community. Because what we've seen so far, and not saying anything against the three participants that we've had so far in the podcast, certainly I can't say anything about those three participants in negative light, but they are following their own trajectories and telling their own stories through this recording. And it'd be interesting to actually start talking to people who are writing their own rule systems or are interested in playing the rule systems that I'm working on. Let's put that out there as an idea to float in January. Anyway, hopefully some videos coming soon, hopefully a PDF. The October Skirmish Rules is really just a few pages. It's a sketch. It's very similar. In fact, it's even shorter than just Blank Chaos Rules that I've been putting up in PDF form because really what you're dealing with here is very basic play interactions to start off with. So don't anticipate anything large and elaborate there. It's purely mechanics. Anyway, more coming shortly, hopefully associated with these things, but good to have two successes through this week in the kind of ongoing war with miniatures. We'll talk more about that, no doubt, in a future podcast. Tom Barbalay and San Jose signing out.